What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Book Layer. I'm Kyle. I'm Ray. How you doing, buddy? Dude, I'm going to be frank. I thought you were Ray. Well, I'm going to be straightforward with you. <laughs> and uh, it was a rough week for uh, Dude, it was the rough old for comic you, book dad, man. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be a little little vulnerable here. And uh, it was it was a sad sad week in the old uh, house of that comic book dad. Uh, my family and I we had to um, had the unfortunate duties to um, we had to uh, euthanize my our family pet. Um, oh. We've had our our dog for for like nine years, and uh, it was tough, man. A lot. Uh, yeah, it was a lot going on. The kids took it rough. Um, both my mm-hmm. wife and I took it harder than I expected. It, it was a it was a tough week. That's uh, to say the least. Yeah, man, I can't imagine. I'm not looking forward to the day. Uh, but your dude, well, he was struggling, man. He had he a lot was, of stuff. He was. He was. And I mean, we made the right decision. He was in some pain. Um, so it it was sad. But um, uh, you know, it was time, and mm-hmm. I didn't want him, him, you know, him struggling, and and yeah. you know, he was in pain. wasn't wasn't the right choice, even though, like, you know, I want to be selfish and keep my keep our dog, you know. But so yeah, we dealt with that this week, and um, pretty emotional, pretty tough, and so we're just uh, getting through that. Um, but other than that, besides that, it was a pretty good week. Right on, dude. Virtual hug though from California. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry you guys had to go through that, man. That's rough, dude. Yeah, it was it was tough, and it was tougher than I expected. And the the thing that is even I think I don't know if this made it worse or if it made it better. So like we couldn't get into our vet in time, and I I, I could tell he was struggling, you know. So we called like uh, somebody that does it at your house, and so we had um, the service and this doctor came out to the house to do it. And so I don't know if that would be if, if if it made it worse or if it was you know I don't know if it would be different in a like in a veterinarian clinic right, setting yeah. you know so I don't know I figured like we gave him this fat old meal like he was barely eaten but we still like you know treated him to some to some goods like we we got him a whole like turkey breast and um, he was grubbing down on that as much as he could and then like. He was in his own bed, you know, so that was cool. But it was mm-hmm. just, I don't know, weird at, that I was at the house. But um, I don't know. I don't know if it would have been any different. Uh, when I was little, we had a beagle uh, named um, Sylvester. We named him Sylvester after Sylvester Stallone because we were... <laughs> <laughs> right on. We were really into that. But I remember we had somebody come to the house then and I was just a kid. Yeah, and uh, I think it meant a lot to me that it happened that way. Uh, I was on the front porch, and uh, I mean, it was rough, man. But I still remember it, and I remember it as like I got to say goodbye to good old Sly. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but <laughs> hopefully that's how my kids, uh, you know, will look back and and um, remember him. But uh, it was tough, man. It was a challenging time. I didn't expect it. I'm, I mean, I knew it was going to be hard, you know. Obviously, yeah. family pet, and you know, he was he was part of the fam. But uh, man, it was tough. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So. Oh man, and like. I've always had dogs growing up and animals, you know, and so have you. And, but man, my wife and I talked and we're like, man, I don't know if we will ever want to go through that one again. So we might not have a family, family pet, family dog for, for quite some time after that one. Yeah. That's totally understandable, man. 
But other than that, dude, I had a good week. Weather was crazy. Like, it's so fickle lately, man. There was one day where it was like, the wind was ridiculous. It was freezing. You're getting hammered with getting rain. I see. beat up with are rain. You, are you flooded out over there? Dude, streets are closed. Like, the snow, the snowed in Claremont, man. Dude, I've seen that. Yeah. So wild. And it's dude, been it's hailing here. Like, uh, it's not even raining. It's just on and off hail because it's so cold. Hmm. And uh, it's been wild. I love it, man. I love this weather. I mean, I don't love that it causes damage and chaos, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I like just being on the porch with weather, dude. We don't get it that often. So when we are do, you just out front sipping a cup of coffee, just hanging it, dude? Me and my daughter, she loves it, bro. Right on. She's like me. It's like I don't know. There's something magical about it, almost. You know, like just rain falling from the sky, and then all of a sudden it's hail. Dude, I will tell you one thing before I forget real quick. Remember how last week we were talking about um, the old, the new Harry Potter game? Yeah. And you know me, I, I told you I didn't have time to do... Yeah, uh, what happened with that? I had time, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I was just stoked on it. So I went and swooped it up off Marketplace, downloaded it to the old Xbox, and um, it is fun, man. The opening scene is is pretty cool. Um, I'm enjoying it so far. I, I, I'm still like in the very like beginning stages of the game, made it to Hogsmeade. I got to pick my wand, um, got sorted into a house, battled a troll. Heck yeah, dude. You had to like name, dude, it's hilarious because my son like watched me play a little bit of it and like, he's like, dad, who's that? Is that Harry Potter? And like, you had to name your character. Dude, I'm terrible at naming characters, bro. What'd you name your character? His name's just Jack. I didn't know what else to name him. So now my son is walking around saying, Dad, is that Jack? And I'm like, yeah, dude. He's like, oh, it looks like Harry Potter, Dad. I was like, no, that's Jack, man. It's just Jack. I'm terrible at that's doing that in games. Dude. But um, it's been fun. I'm, the, the reason I, th- I picked it up is because it's not like a, as immersive as a, like an RPG like Skyrim or something. And so I heard it's not super long so i should be able to trudge through it and just have some fun okay yeah, dude. yeah so keep I me know, posted on it i'll keep you posted it's been pretty fun so far dude the spell casting is pretty cool and um yeah pretty neat i'm enjoying it Heck yeah dude it does make me want to watch all the movies again <laughs> of course I'll it does tell you I that mean, <laughs> anything harry potter <laughs> always makes me want to watch the movies again dude yeah so um but it's cool. The the time you can tell they spent time, like just even just the castle, the Hogwarts castle, man, they spent some time in there, like designing it, like all the lore, just everything is, is any Harry Potter fan will be lose their minds. Oh, yeah, dude, big time. Heck yeah, dude. Dude, let me ask you a question a little off topic. Hit me. We've got at work, we're doing a bunch of like renovations, like we're just redoing the whole thing. And I think it's kind of, I think it's kind of an attempt to like, we haven't brought our whole staff back yet from COVID. Like we still, I think 75% of us work from home still. I never got to work from home, but 75% of you work from home still? Yeah. And so we're renovating the office. This is complete. Did they, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Did they just find it easier to just, Nobody wants to come back. So yeah, we're just Zoom if, meeting all the time. If they're, you know. you know, can just chill in their pajamas. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And so, and it's just hard now. Like, how do you, I think, you know, it's like, how do you make them come back? Because they all live far away too. Like from yeah. where we work. But anyway, that's not my question. My question is, 
This happens to me all the time, man. <laughs> this is good. This is going to sound probably pretty pathetic, dude. But maybe not. I don't know. I can't wait. I get so jealous and in awe of these like handymen who are just in there. Like you just ask them and they'll whip it up for you like on the spot, dude. Like just build something. And like, like they paint the entire office in like 10 seconds and you're like, how'd you do it? And like he's building frames, he's putting up cabinets. I'm just like, and I'm just like, I feel like I'm 10 sitting there looking at my dad and they're probably like, bro, like stop staring at us. And I'm just like, <laughs> it's kind of like watching somebody work magic. I'm just like, dang. And uh, my question for you is like, you're, uh, are you pretty handy? Like you feel like you're pretty good at that sort of stuff? Like um, around the house, like anything happens around my house, I'm calling somebody. Like I can't fix nothing. Yeah. And um, I will say this, ever since I became a homeowner, I think I've become more of a handyman because you gotta, you gotta be resourceful. You gotta, you know, I, I don't, I, my, my budget doesn't allow for me to call. Like, I will say this, I had a plumbing issue and definitely I was, I was too nervous. Like I tried fixing it, but like I can change like the garbage disposal out and small stuff like that. But we had a major issue with something up for our sink or something. And I was like, I ain't flooding the house. No way. <laughs> Um, but I have dabbled in like a minor electrical stuff, like changing out the no. fans. Um, I think I've replaced most of the fans in the house. I've done some, dude, painting is the worst. Like oh I made gosh. the mistake. I, I don't know if we talked about it last year, but I made the mistake of telling my wife, yeah, I'll paint the whole house and I'll just do like room by room. Don't ever tell your wife you're going to do that. <laughs> it will take up every weekend of your life. Forever. And I, I was like, I'll finish it in the next couple months. It'll be a breeze, you know? And you do like the big wide open rooms. And those are pretty simple. Like the taping is not bad. It's just straight lines. As soon as you get into the, like the kitchen and like areas that have a lot of like stuff you got to cut in and you got to, you got to do a lot of taping. Mm-mm. Get out. Get out hire some, hire yeah. someone, dude. Cause it was terrible. I hated it. I got halfway through the house and I said, I, I just stopped and hoping my wife would be like, I'm going to just pay someone. And finally, after months, she kept bothering me about it. And I'm like, she's like, I'm just going to pay someone to do it. And I was at first, I was like, oh, no, like, I'll do it, honey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but deep down, I was like, yeah, please pay somebody. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh, dude. Yes, exactly. But um, yeah, I try to... I, Try to uh, do stuff myself, and you get a sense of like I don't know. You get a cool sense of like fulfillment when you're done, and oh, you look dude, back and you're like, "Dude, I crushed it." Or there's other times where you're like, "Dude, I need to stop and call someone." But dude, for real though, like I can mess up putting together IKEA furniture like three <laughs> times, and I'm following the instructions, and I'm like, "Oh wait, I wasn't supposed to put it on that way. That was the third part of two or something." Yeah, no, and uh, and I'll redo it, and I'm like, "Nope, not that way." And then by the time I'm actually able to like get it assembled, I've stripped all the screws. Hey, uh, furniture assembly is a little different for me. I hate putting together furniture, and um, I'm no good at it, man. Yeah, I, especially IKEA furniture. I don't know. Sometimes the instructions are terrible with IKEA, and IKEA's hit or miss with me. Yeah, some of their stuff is cool, and some of their stuff is just garbage. I know, and they got so they ordered all this new furniture, and it's all IKEA stuff, and no one told me. But I guess they just expected that I would like put it all together. 
The whole week I'm building Ikea furniture just like, this is not what I want to be doing and I'm not any good at it. Like, why do you assume I'm any good at this? Dude, I'll tell this one quick story before we get into books. Um, we were at, um, I can't remember. We were, I was at a campus um, trying to put some stuff together to get ready for this campus to get open. And, um, oh, we were building um, outdoor patio heaters, right? Like propane ones? Yes. And there's this group of volunteers and um, me, and we were all building these patio heaters. And they were so hard to put together. The instructions were so terrible. Like words were misspelled in the instructions. That's the oh time that they took to put into their instructions. You know, they were bad. And so like uh, the first one I did, I did it with a partner and me and him were like, sh- we were the struggle bus, man. It was so hard to like figure out what goes where. The instructions were terrible. The tools were terrible. And they were just, they look nice when they're done and they, they don't even get off that much heat. They're like one of those style, like yeah. outdoor patio heaters. Anyways, we I got the first one done. The second one I started, I was like, all right, now I'm, you know, once you do one, the second one's a little easier, right? <clears throat> so I started building one while these two ladies um, were building another one next to me and they were just knocking it out, dude, like crushing it. And, um, I had this guy come up to me and he's like, dude, if you let these two ladies beat you putting together this thing, you're never going to have it. You know, you're never going to live it down. I'm going to laugh at you. And I was like, dude, they're crushing it. Like these things are hard, you know? And I'm thinking in my head, they must've built a bunch of them already, you know? Cause there was a ton of people there. And, um, you know, he's poking fun at me. I'm trying to race to, to, to beat them. And they ended up beating me. Right. And so I'm still putting mine together and they come up to me and the, one of the ladies is like, hey, we had a couple extra pieces left. Oh, and I was like, oh, no. yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I think they had an extra screw and like an extra nut or something like that. Because I had on my first one, I had one extra of like each thing just in case. Yeah. Nah. This lady handed me a handful of nuts and bolts. <laughs> And I was like, wow, they must have sent you a lot of extra pieces, you know? Like, I didn't want to say anything, but I was just like, right on. <laughs> and so they leave, and I'm like, I'm looking at it, and this guy comes over that was poking fun of me. He's like, dude, they dominated you. And I just looked at him, and I just I had, his, had him open his hand, and I was like, yeah, but they missed a bunch of pieces. So if this one falls down, here's your part, and she got to put it back together. And he just started dying laughing. <laughs> Gosh. So, but yeah, dude, furniture and stuff like that. I, I don't. Um, it, it's tough. I um, I Google a lot of that. Yeah. You know, there's those people that have those Google or YouTube channels that are just like, this is how you put this together, dude. Yeah. I love them. Yeah, but it's like the same thing about making bread. They always oh. make it look easy, man. <laughs> Why do you have to bring that up? <laughs> I'm just saying, it's the same deal. Dude, the amount of times where I've like screwed in a screw too far or like uh, hammered a nail and it kind of split out the back of oh, one of yeah, these. Oh, that's IKEA, the worst. Yeah. And I'm just like looking around and I'm like, well, no one's going to notice. I'm just going to hide this here. <laughs> anyway, dude, let's, let's jump into that some bad, books. But, dude, let's get into some books, man. Um, let's talk about our favorite one of the week. I think it was both yours and... Uh, my favorite one. Well, I don't know. You read a lot more after you read this one. Is this still your favorite one this week? Want to talk yeah, about Mosley? Yeah, man. So good, dude. But I'm so I'm dying to hear what you thought, man. I kind of talked to you about what I felt. So you yeah. mind jumping in? And I'm glad you didn't ruin it for me because it was good. Wasn't it? 
Yeah, so it opens up and you have a little bit of um like a flashback to his daughter's like what young teenager, I think. I think that's right, yeah. And she's like trying to get into this program for um this technology program, something that I think he was a part of. And yeah. he's like doesn't want her to do it. So something mm-hmm. happened that we mm-hmm. still don't know about that that changed his mind because he was all in on this technology race thing, right? In the beginning. And now like it, it, um, when his daughter was like super young, he, that, he, he yeah, went yeah, off yeah, to that. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So he was totally against it, right? And she was all fired up. No, I'm going to do this. And the mom is not there at this point. Did you get that? Am I right with there? You, you, did they like, I don't know. The mom's gone. She's out of the picture, it seemed. Because he's like, did you ask your mom about this? And she was like, Like no. they're separated? Yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And... um. Then it goes back to present time and Mosley's right where issue one left off and he's just causing havoc with that hammer, dude. Just taking people out. He's not wasting time, dude. He's like, all right, you know, the, the thing that's going to make the most damage, I'm going to take out one of their gods cr- right yeah, away. Dude. He didn't have a plan or nothing. Well, I guess his only plan was like, it wasn't Crush. very thought out. Yeah, he was just going in swinging. Yeah, dude. I And like, he really just thought like, Man, the second I take out this god, like everyone's gonna be like, "Yay, Mosley!" That did not go the Dude, way he wanted it to. People man. are so connected to technology, and um, you take that away from them, and man, it was like he made the situation worse. Yeah. So he was on the run, dude. I love that he went to um, that that sanctuary city that he found. It seemed like he knew about it. Well, he at least knows the woman who's there. And yeah, it did seem like he knew about this place. Yeah. That woman was that his wife. Too. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. So, um, cause remember if you go back to the flashback, you know, she's like, he's like, did you ask your mom? And you know, and she's like, mom's not even in the picture anymore. Hmm. So I'm pretty sure that was his wife. Interesting. Interesting. That makes sense. So, but th- dude, that would be the that little village they have out there. That's where I'd be living. Heck yeah, I know it would be. And that's where I would be living. Like, I'd I was- be there building <laughs> IKEA furniture, screwing it all up, <laughs> and I wouldn't have Google to look for either. No, yeah, and dude, that's what I was thinking about this today. Like, it puts it in like perspective, like um, like technology. And you know me, I always have a love hate relationship for technology. I mean, it allows us to do this, which is super yeah. cool. You know, being hundreds of miles away, we can hang out. Um, it allows you to, to, to YouTube how to put furniture together, <laughs> hmm. but then there, you know, there's some of it that I just am tired of and, you know, yeah. want to turn back the clock. So well. I can definitely relate to Mosley and, um, especially in, in their, you know, futuristic world where everybody's like trying to do modifications to their body. And like, like some of those guys he was fighting, like they were just after the next fix of what, you know. They were going to do or mod themselves. It was pretty crazy. So put yourself in Mosley's shoes here early on. Like clearly, I can see you doing this too. Just <laughs> just rolling in with your hammer and taking out the first god you come across. You know, god is like, you know, one of these huge computer... Ne- um, I don't know what you want to call it. Like almost like a network. Like a humanoid or whatever. Yeah. But it's like a huge building. It's like yeah. some sort of crazy network. He almost gets taken out in there too. That was nuts. Dude, yeah, I'm surprised he made it out. I'm curious like more about the idea here. So like he's going in there. 
because he's tired of this and he and he sees what's the right way to put this? He sees the he's trying to like liberate him. Yeah, and he's seeing he remembers how it could be. They don't, and he thinks it was better than it is now. And so he's trying to crush it to free him. Uh man, I feel like I'm fumbling here. I have a question here somewhere. Um but you it's have like to, they're on two opposite ends of the scale. Yeah. If you're Mosley, you do you do it the same way? Or do you think would you be a little bit man, what am I trying to say? Like a little more tactful, like have a yeah, but because like, it seemed like the power went to Mosley's head pretty quick. And like he went to the dark side rather fast here at the end where he just decides, all right, I guess all these people just need to die. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying. And you kind of get like as he is about to like start taking people out, you have that one. I, I We don't know who it is yet, but that one guy tells Mosley like that's not the way. Yeah. And uh, it's, yeah, it's the guy who gave Mosley the hammer. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of stopped Mosley and Mosley, I, I think realizes, okay, yeah, you're probably, probably right. Probably isn't the way just to go around smashing everybody because they don't think the way I think. Yeah. So I definitely get what, uh, what you're saying. And then, um, what do you, where do you think the story is going? You think he's going to get his power back from the God somehow? Is he going to like find are they going to find him worthy of the power and cause again to take up the hammer? Or do you think that part of the story is kind of done? I think he's still going to have the hammer. Did he get taken away? Yeah, they took it away. He's walking around with like a little cane through the oh, tunnel. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When he fell through the uh, hole in the ground into yeah. the sewer drainage system or whatever. Yeah. No, I think he will. I think there's going to be, there's got to be some kind of balance though because his daughter is like the head lady now. Yeah. And well, he's like, definitely. yeah, he's like stuck in between. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, you know, if that really is his wife, which I think it is at the end. Um, yeah. It looks like her because she's got the same little streak of hair that she had in the picture early on. Yeah. Then did you read her, her little like issue at the end? Yeah. That was yeah. nuts. Yeah. I love that. I thought that was really, really do- well done. Yeah. That hit home. I was like, dang, this would be nuts. Dude. Yeah, the whole thing at the hospital and the the artificial intelligence, like feeding the, that baby, like it was pretty nuts. Yeah. So that's how I think she got to that place, you know, like really crazy. But I liked it. It, it was probably my favorite read this week, I think for sure. Yeah, easily. Um, anything you got? Anything else on that one? I just think too, like in terms of these great causes, I like to think of myself as level headed, <laughs> but I always get worried too. Like I know, like. Like, this is the danger of getting too much power up front. You know what I mean? Like, there's got to be... Where's Mosley's checks and balances? Like, hopefully, mm. if he gets it back, having this group around him who shares, a, um, you know, a, a cause with him, like, maybe there'll be a little bit more checks and balances for him once the power is restored. But <laughs> I know, that, like, you give me, like, unchecked power, and I'm going to do something dumb. <laughs> like, there's no question. Like someone grants Kyle, like, you know, the power to just do whatever. Like, you're going to wake up tomorrow and like the motorcycles are going to be gone. <laughs> no motorcycles around? I can't stand them, bro. <laughs> 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 They're dangerous as all could be. They're too loud. Get them out. 
And I all think you're banning motorcycles. Right on. <laughs> and those dudes with the Hondas, they have the like exhaust pipe that's as big as my head. And they're going 10, and it sounds like they're going 110. <laughs> and they're in first gear. Gone. Out of here. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of them on my street, and it is loud. So that's why, and I'm not saying that's good. I'm admitting up front, like, this is why you don't give me, yeah, you know, Don't power. give you a magical hammer. Don't give me a magical hammer, man. Oh, right on. Well, yeah, that was a fun book, man. I'm looking forward to what they're doing. And I think it's only, what, five issues? Five or six issues? Yeah, something like that. I, I think, think it's five. I think it's five. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, super good, man. Another one I got into um, that was really close to, I think, like being my favorite read of the, uh, of the week was Specs issue four. Finished up that whole series. How was it, man? I've been dying to know how this was going to end, if it was going to live up to the uh, hype that I've been hearing about the series. Dude, it was good. It was definitely different than what I expected, right? Because in issue three, um, like uh, our main character, he gets, um, he goes into this like other dimension where he. I don't know if they were like the creators of these secret glasses or the, these uh, wish-giving specs, but um, they were almost telling him like, "Dude, you're never going to get away from the you know from the specs. Like this is it. Like almost like it was not a gift. It was more like a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like an oblig like an obligation or something? No, not a gift. Like, like a curse. Oh, a curse. Yeah, yeah. So these specs are like a curse, you know." And that he's never gonna have, he's never gonna stop making wishes, and so he just wants to get rid of them. But the situation they were in was was not good, right? Um, his buddy um, was was in jail, broke him out of prison, and they were like on the run. And um, so he made a wish that his buddy would just leave the town they're at, you know. And so, um, and you got to remember when you when they make these wishes, they come true in just ways they didn't expect them to, right? And so. They end up getting out of that situation they're in and his buddy's like, oh, I got to move. We're packing up and moving. And it, he's like, what do you mean? Like, you're my best buddy. Like, how are you packing up and moving? And um, so it ended, I, I expected like him to keep making wishes and somehow like maybe meet up with that person he met in issue three and there'd be some, I, I don't know, something with that is what I expected. But the way it ended is like he ended up not using any more wishes through through the the glasses in the bottom of a river, and he basically says like sometimes you know it's not the wishes you make it's the it's the ones you don't make, and mm. um, so it ended really cool actually man and I, I enjoyed it I think you would like it I think you should check it out because about two buddies um, yeah it, it was good I liked it the artwork is is really good and it's short you know it's just four issues. And um, I enjoyed it. There was at the very end, though, the the glasses did end up getting out of the box, and it's like way in the future. And then like floated down river, and this other person has them, and is like running around oh, with them, like check out these glasses I found. So I can and keep so going. There could be potential more story later, but as far as like this story is, it was done. Right on. Lots to there, check it out. Yeah, There's it a cool. lot to read, but well, yeah, try to get it in. It's an easy read. Anybody can pick it up. Um, I'll definitely recommend it if, you know, I think anybody just getting into comics can pick that one up and read it. It was pretty cool. I don't know. Did you read, uh, did you get to read Canary? I did. Did you, because uh, you were on. I'm I think, all caught up. Did I'm you have two issues up. to catch up, catch up on? 
No, I I didn't. I did uh, read four, but it was probably just after 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 you we had, talked about it. Yeah. yeah. What do you think of issue five, dude? The story's nuts, man. It got crazy. Like there's a lot going on, and it just feels like one of the most wild premise premises premise premise premises that I've ever like read. Like it's it's wild, man. You've got this old west. You've got like zombies. Uh, it's wild, man. It definitely was not expected the way it went, but I thought it was rad. The artwork is incredible still. I love the artwork. I love like, you know, me in a good Western (laughs) slinging guns. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't know what to, what to think of these zombies coming out. Like, I don't even know if they were zombies. They were just some crazy creature. I mean, they definitely walk like zombies. But they had like I don't they're know. They're zombies, bro. They're like Come monsters, on. yeah. They're zombies. But I'm telling you, man, I think that uh our boy's wife is down in that mine. It could be because we had flashbacks, this whole issue of him like when he first came back to town and he's going to see his wife and son. Mm-hmm. And something must have happened. And we, you're probably right. They're gotta be down there. And that dude he's supposed to have killed is still apparently alive down there. Yeah. Tell Tell? Yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Yeah. So and, yeah, um, they're on like a rescue mission. Um But uh, he's not being forthright with the with the woman he's with about going down on that well. I think he's got some secrets, man, that are gonna come out. Remember how when it first started and we met that woman and we thought maybe she had some secrets? What yeah. do you think? Do you think she's still shady? Because I don't I know. haven't picked up on any shadiness from her. I'm picking up on shadiness from our from the dude now. From your main character now, yeah. yeah. I don't know. And uh dude, the the crew that wants to protect the well, some rough riders right there, man. <laughs> dude, the dude with the nose bit off. Dang. Yeah, that crew is is really rad. I'm I'm glad they came back cuz I think we've seen them in like issue 2, I think. We got introduced to them and they were like trying to explain to them like you don't want to go in the well. Like we're closing this up. Like get off this land. They didn't obviously didn't listen and look what happened. So they're they're trying to blow. So they have like two hours, I think, is is what it's going to take them to get the dynamite in place. He said, yeah. and so basically they're either you know they're almost on a suicide mission. If they don't get out in two hours, or the mine's getting blown up. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens because there's a lot going on. Like you said, his, his wife could be down there. They got to save the the geologist, uh, the scientist guy that got captured. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that's what he tells her they're going down there is to save him. But I still think the backgrounds and the art on the panel are still some of the most fascinating. Like, I don't know. I love looking at them. Dude, it's I so love cool. the color and everything yeah. in that. Uh, super good. That panel where like all the the zombies are coming out at once and the background's just this like bright like the red. Orange. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So rad. Yeah, that is cool. But it's been a good one, man. Good old Snyder. I don't see how that guy writes so much, man. He must have nothing to do except write. I know. Because he's got a lot of books going on. I wonder what if he could maybe just have had these, you know, and then finally. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. You end up finding out like, you know, some of these have been written years in advance. Yeah. Yeah. But he's doing some good stuff, man. I'm liking it. Dude, I think we got one more that we both read this week. Um, another boom book, issue number four, Once Upon a Time at the End of the World. Uh, Man. Jason Aaron. What'd you think? 
It was a rough. It was a. It was a rough ride for me. Uh, um, I didn't like it as much as the earlier issues, and I think it's mainly just because it lost some of its um, fun. Like it was, this was just really depressing. I mean, Maceo yeah, definitely, definitely turned the corner. Yeah, you got Mace or Maceo. I think it's it, just they call him Mace for short. But getting yeah, getting tortured. Mezzi's, you know. She abandoning him. him. Yeah, she's leaving him. After and the even knows they... that he's being tortured and mm-hmm. continues to walk away. The Rangers are really an annoying group. They're crazy. And I didn't crazy. expect... Yeah, did not expect the Rangers to be the way they are. So I didn't love this issue as much as the other ones. I will say there's some dynamics in play right now that I think are really, really interesting. And I want to know what's going to go on with Maceo Mezzi because... At the end of the last issue where he says, who told you about the book? She did. I was pretty sure it was Mezzi that was telling him about the book. And so I think this is the beginning of the split for them. This is my hypothesis anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I'm I'm really curious about how this is all playing out still. And I'm still invested. But I didn't love the issue, man. I don't know what to... I, I, I'm not trying to be a bummer. But I do think it ended in a cool spot with the apocalypse games. But so yeah, I, I do agree. And so you know how we keep getting these these time jumps, and we see Mace or Maceo like way in the future, and he looks like just a bad dude. He's like yeah. missing an arm, I think. He has like these gadgets built into him. But the Mace we see now in the first three issues is totally different. Yeah. Just like this kid with his head in the clouds. Um, and not really understanding his environment, you know, and that's a lot of the struggle with him and, and, uh, Mezzi, right. But I think this issue and what's happening to him right now is like probably that turning point to where he starts to become the person we see in those like glimpses of the future. Don't you think? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And how, whatever the heck he's doing for the, the apocalyptics. Like, he's clearly going to make it out. I mean, we know he makes it out, so... Right, right. Well, and, and like, they they even told him the Rangers burnt his house down, his old, you know, his tower. Oh, my gosh, that was rough. And so that, I I think this is going to be a huge turning point, and it's going to turn Mace into the person we see in these, you know, these future um, little clips we, we get of him. Yeah. So, there, yeah, a lot going on. Definitely was a little strange of an issue, but... Um, I think it's going in a cool direction. I, I, I'm looking forward to, to where it's going next. And um, yeah. hopefully Mezzi comes back for him and saves the day. Or She I, did kind of double for him, double back did, for him, yeah. it seemed, at the yeah. end. So I was bummed she was so quick to just dip. Yeah. But she, she, you know, at the end, she's going back for him. And um, it'll be interesting to see what happens next. Because, yeah, he was getting tortured there by, by, the, by the Rangers. Man, it was just, it was a lot. It was a lot that I didn't enjoy about the issue. But... Like you said, I am still invested in where the story is going. Yeah. I like our characters. Uh, and at least there's the thing that you hate the Rangers so much now that maybe that they're a good villain now. You yeah, really don't yeah. like them. Right, you know? right. So maybe it just sets it up and we get to move past it a little bit and it could just be they're the bad guy now. Yeah. You know, we don't have to hear so much of their craziness. Yeah, they were a little wild. I didn't expect it, but... Um... You could be right, though. It set him up for a good villain to to hate. Yeah. Dude, I got to finish Boogeyman. Dude, tell me about it. Top 
Notch. Notch? Bro. Was it? Like, so good. You have got to get it. Like, don't mess around. Don't tell me you're going to get it and don't get it. Get it. Like, pre order it. Go to your shop, call them, say, I want to trade when it comes out. Get it. Okay. The paneling, the artwork on these last two issues were just through the roof. Phenomenal, dude. The storytelling was fantastic. And I'm not going to spoil it for you because I really want you to read it, but it was heartfelt. Uh, this is any, everything I'd want a horror story to be. Like, mm-hmm. this is it. Uh, so for you not being a big fan of horror, this one crushed it. Crushed it, dude. Out of the park. That's Goodbye. impressive because, yeah, both you and I, I mean, we're not, that's not our favorite genre to read, but if it was uh, that good, I'll have to check it out. You know, it's kind of funny. I, I'm almost not even really sure I'd call it a horror book. It just kind of felt like a dark sort of, uh, what's the word, like a fairy tale sort of book, you know, mm-hmm. more than a horror book. You know how some of those old fairy tales are pretty dark. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but uh, it was great, dude. Like, I loved it so much, man. I was blown away uh, by the ending and where it went. And uh, some really good action panels in a fight that Father Death has in the last issue. And I think it was uh, Mad from the Pullbox Pals who was mentioned that it was his favorite panels in the issue. No one else can see the boogeyman except for the little dude. Right, right. Uh, no one else sees him. And so they're brawling and these cops are in the in the building where they're brawling. And like at first you're you don't really understand what's going on because in the panels where they're there, you don't see the fighting going on. Mm. But you know what's going on. Do you see the boy though? Y- yeah, I mean they end up finding the boy later. Right. Uh, without spoiling much. So you see the boy, but he's hiding, so the police don't see him. But they're fighting all over the place and just the action and the artwork and the paneling. It felt a little bit like a a really clean version of what Hayden Sherman has done with their panels. Uh, it was just fantastic, dude. Um, definitely in the top, in my top. I think if, if this doesn't end up in the top five at the uh, year end, it's going to be a Bang, big surprise. Seriously, huh? Already in February, crushing it. Killed it, man. Right I mean, on. you got a father-son story is how yeah, it kind of yeah, ends up yeah. working out. And the father just happens to be father death. Like, it was wild, <laughs> man. <laughs> All right, I'll check it out. I love that'll it be too. one I'll look forward to when it comes out in trade for sure. Yeah, I got to check out that local man, that new one from Image. Yeah, uh, yeah. by Tim Seeley and Tony Fleeks, Flex, Fleeks, Flex, Fleeky Flex. Yeah, know. from old Stray Dogs. Yeah, it's cool, was man. It? It, it was good, dude. It's kind of got this old school uh, superhero who's been kicked out of the group, kind of gone back home because he did something that nobody's really proud of, and uh, he's trying to live a normal life, but. Some of his past kind of creeps up and uh, causes him to get in more trouble. And so is he like is he like putting the superhero thing like behind him? Is he not doing anything? He kind of has to. Like this is mm. the agreement that he signed, but he ends up beating up a villain, and uh, but that breaks his contract. So all these I forget the name of them, but they show back up and they're like, "Hey, you broke contract, so you're you're being you know brought up on charges for." Oh, breaking the contract. Okay, interesting. And uh, but it turns out, dude, that they seem like I don't know, like a superhero group who who's doing it just for fame, and like they're kind not like, asking the consequences of what they're doing. It's maybe like the boys, but less less gruesome and gross. Yeah, yeah. So today, um, you're gonna be proud of me. I started hitting the gym again. Heck yeah, buddy. Yeah, I had a good chest workout today. Hit a little tries. And then I got some, I, I did a cardio session on the, on the stair stepper afterwards for like, I don't know, 20 minutes. 
but I was jamming the latest episode of the Pullbox Pals, and they were talking about this. And this was one I didn't pick up this week. Oh, they I, talked about Local Man? Yeah, this week. And so I wanted to pick it up this week, but I ended up not getting it when I went to the shop. Um, but he kind of said the same thing. Like, it was good. Kind of reminded him of the boys, how they're like, the superheroes have like management almost over. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so, yeah, it sounds really, sounds really rad. It seems like it could be really cool and uh, be ongoing. So, uh, and if it's like the boys, but a little less grotesque, I'd be into it because I like the idea behind the boys. I just can't get behind just how gnarly. It I've is. So I've never read the comic. Have you? Of the boys? Nope. Just watched the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard the comic is even more gruesome than the show. <laughs> I'm out. Which I don't know if I. Yeah, because the show possible. is gnarly, dude. Yeah. But I'll have to check that one out then. Yeah, check that one out, dude. But I mean, if you've got $15 in your pocket, don't go buy Local Man. Go buy Boogeyman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you. Oh, all right. Maybe I'll save up and buy both. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to keep uh, steamrolling here. I mean, I could do a quick... Did you get anything uh, Yeah, I did read a couple other ones. Um, So I got into Quested Issue 3. Oh my gosh, dude, I haven't got to read it yet, man. How was it? I will say, dude, it keeps up with the the whole like video game stuff, uh, a lot of like just quirky stuff like that. But the first half of this book is hilarious because remember how we found out that one of the ferrymen escaped and his brother yeah. that's a ferryman is like, hey, Jinx, you got to find him for me. Well, the first part of this book is um, it highlights the ferryman who escaped and he's hilarious, dude. Like, just imagine, like, like this race, of the, the, the ferrymen, that's what they're do. Like, they do nothing but uh, when people die, they take them to wherever, you know, they're, they're going to go. And um, it's like punching a clock, dude. Like, working a normal nine to five, Monday through Friday, like a monotonous, like, office job. And you get these guys all, like, clocking in. You know, they have lunch breaks, so they're in the cafeteria talking about, hey, did you see what they're doing in this section? They're remodeling this. And this one brother's just sick of it, dude. He's like the dude that just wants to go postal. And everybody just, you know, is fine with doing their normal like nine to five and he's not. So he dips out of there. He meets this character. You don't really know who he is yet. And he's like, dude, you want to get out of here? And he's like, yeah. So he dips and gets out and then he meets Jinx out in the... um uh, back in uh, their world. And um, dude, it was hysterical. And I loved it. It continues to be good. The artwork is fantastic. Um, I don't know what cover this is. I think it's cover B. Yeah, this is cover B, but this is the ferryman that escaped. Oh my gosh, dude. I love that. Yeah, so the artwork is just super fun, man. And um, I was busting up throughout this whole issue, man. It was just hilarious to me. I was so glad we started reading that one, dude. I really love it. Like, look at him here. Like, this is him going to go to lunch. <laughs> he doesn't look happy at and all. No, everybody's just like talking about, you know, their normal nine to five. And he's just sick of it. He's just like, it's just so funny, dude. I, so I think you would you would like it. And um, I can't wait to you can read that one. Okay, yeah, dude. And then I read, um, have you, did you keep going in Why the Last Man? I haven't even finished the first volume yet. So I'm still in volume one, but I I, I read uh, a few more issues. I think I have one uh, one issue left, and I'll be finished with volume one. 
but um dude so good like there's really? a big yeah there's like a twist in it i don't know if you want me to spoil it for you or not but it, it was pretty cool that i didn't see coming don't tell me you want me to tell you no don't tell me don't <laughs> it's tell good me. though I'll, i want to i want to read it tonight all right i'm trying yeah. to get through the one I, i'll talk about it in a second but if i can finish that i'll Jump no, on it's good. Man. So he he's, uh, you know, I think where we both left off is um, that Agent 355 arrived and she is um, tasked with taking him to find this doctor. And it's that doctor that um, had that clone, right? And so they're on their journey. They're, they're in Washington. They have to make it to Boston. And so they're like, dude, we're never... At first, they don't like each other. They like... Yeah, at first they don't like each other. They're definitely not friendly to each other. They're they're back and forth, like just bickering with each other. And um, they're like, they want to find some motorcycles because they can't walk all the way. And there's just all kinds of cars on the highway. You know, it's just a deserted planet. And uh, they end up coming across that group that's mentioned earlier in, in the book uh, called the Amazons. Yeah. They're wild, dude. And there's a twist in there with the Amazons that when you see it, it's like the very last page turn you're like bro no so it'll be it'll be interesting to um to see what happens there with york and and agent 355 and when they when they um make it to boston it's gonna be nuts i think i'll try to read it tonight yeah you should read it try to catch up um it was good so i'm gonna um just keep blazing through that when i have time right on buddy i got to read saga 62 that was so good, dude. Continues to be rad. You know um, what's incredible about that? And I'm only in, I think I'm in like volume three, is that's been ongoing for such a long time and it continues to just be crushing it. Yeah. Like that's yeah. crazy to me that you can just have this huge world and create like just such awesome characters. Um, man, kudos to Brian Kivon and that team over there. Yeah, uh, I, not much to say. It's just still one of my favorites. I got to read Black Cloak 2, and uh, dude, good. I'm loving it, man. Yeah, so good. Just every step of the way, like she keeps uncovering more and more things, and I'm all in it, man. Like a w- cool detective story set in a, you know, fantasy world. Like it's, it's I really like detective rad. stuff. I might have to pick this one up too. And I got to read Kaya. Is it five? Yeah, I got to read Kaya five, five yeah. which was definitely the best issue so far. A lot going down. Uh, so that's the, that was my main stuff. But dude, today I got to go to Barnes and Noble. Did you hit up the sale? I hit up the buy one get one. The isn't BOGO. It, isn't it going for the all of February? I guess. I think I, I think know. I read somewhere that it was all month of February, which is pretty impressive. I need to try to make it over there. Yeah, I picked up. Uh, it's called Scurry by Max Smith. And, uh, bro, <laughs> I love it. Is it like a YA style book? It's sort of like YA, but man, like, you got to give this to some brave YAs. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Because it's scary, bro. And, so like, I, the yeah, tension yeah. of the buildup is nuts, dude. It's about this, like, about these mice living kind of like in the apocalypse where the humans are gone, their food's drying up, they have scouts to go out, but they're mm. running into cats, they're running into dogs, they're running into wolves. 
and uh, you've got like factions like happening in the mice colony and uh, our main dude, I, keep, I can't remember, Picked or something like that. They all have really cool, like interesting names. But right now he's just on a mission because his buddy, uh, this girl, Mouse, got kind of swooped up by a hawk and taken all this way. So he's just on a mission to find her. And he's like, he's run into turtles. He's befriended a a moose. And there's like beavers. (laughs) And dude, like all the characterizations of the animals are freaking amazing. The artwork's rad. Yeah, let me see it. Because the cover looks really cool. Dude, but the tension and the like, I'm so, I can't put it down because I'm just like, oh my gosh, like everything. I'm just drama. Yes, man. And like right now, he's riding on a moose through the forest, and uh, there's these field mice out there, and they straight up like, they're like, uh, release, and they're jumping down to try to save him from the moose. Oh, he but can- it's because they've never seen a moose before, and they think it's a wolf. And dude, it's just a crack up. So they're man. trying to save this other mouse that's on this moose. But back. then they finds out, like you know, it's, but it's just a funny that's sort funny. of interaction. Yeah, yeah, that is funny. That is pretty cool. That's funny, dude. But I'm definitely loving this. Like I didn't know a thing about yeah, it. Good at find. All. Yeah, those yeah. finds are when you find stuff like that. That's rad. And uh, it's just a really cool adventure story, man. Like what I don't understand is like why are adventure stories like this? Like why is it YA? Like why wouldn't I like this? Like this is radical. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't like. I don't why know. do the YA get all the just the straight up fun adventure? Like, if it's gonna be an adventure story for adults, it's got to have some something some annoying guts. about it. Yeah. Like, this is this is great, dude. I'm loving this, man. Uh, and I think there's gonna be more in the world of Scree at some point. So, but I'm loving it, dude. Who puts Highest out? recommendation. Put- Image, bro. Really? Oh, duh. You were at the sale. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Interesting. But dude, for my... Uh, I actually think I ended up getting that one for free because I think it's, you know, you buy the most expensive one, you get the... Yeah, the yeah. One free. But I got lucky and I found this uh, Murder Falcon by Daniel Warren Johnson and Mike Spicer. And uh, bro, if I'm not stoked out of my mind to get into this, because you know... The cover the Power Bomb yeah. was my favorite book of the uh, 2022 and it does look very Dua Power Bombish. It looks very. It looks like a metal band version of Dua Power Bomb. So, so I hope it's good. I mean, I it looks know. rad. How's the how's the art in, inside? It looks Dua Power Bomb, bro. I mean, who did up. the art? Is it the Mike same Spicer? artist? Too? I, I wonder. I can't remember, bro. You'd think I would remember my favorite comic book of the year, but that's not my strong suit. But it's very, very similar. Oh yeah, it is. Musical Monster Chop. <laughs> dude, that looks pretty cool. It's going to be fun. Two sure. good finds, dude. Stuff you've never oh, even heard oh. of. So stoked, dude. And this is, is that the, a hardcover uh, too? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. So it's a new a new edition that collects the entire Murder Falcon miniseries and a Skybound short story. So I don't know when this came out, but I did notice in the back it mentions do a powerbomb. So this must be a new edition of this. So. Hmm. I'm stoked, dude. Interesting. I wonder if it's like based in the same world, maybe. That'd be cool if he had some sort of like overall Daniel Warren Johnson world. Huh. That would be neat. 
I'm going to have to look it up now because I'm interested. Dude, at one point in Scurry, like this is a YA, dude. And the wolves are hungry and they're going to try to attack uh, Atlas, who's the moose. And the you're not going to mess with a moose, you know? And it wounds one of the wolves and uh, it gets injured. And uh, when it comes back to the group, all the wolves smell weakness. And like the next panel, they just go to, they just start ripping up that wolf for food. Really? I'm just like, this is not YA. <laughs> like you just traumatized the YA's mind forever. Hey, so going to so do a power bomb is uh, DWJ and Mike Spicer. So same same. Oh, group. right on. Yeah. So, so good pickup, man. Yeah, dude. Two I'm good f- pickups. Super stoked. Man. I'm gonna have to make my way to Barnes and Noble maybe this weekend. Yeah, and I noticed that uh, Mad from Pullbox Pals again. He he made it there and he picked up crossover in Middle West. Oh, I did see he picked up Middle West. I'm super yeah. stoked to see what he th- what he thinks about it. I know. I I was like hoping they he. I think he talked about it a little bit actually in the last episode, right at the end. He was, but it was kind of a quick, a quick overview. But. Yeah, I'll have to listen. I didn't finish it at the gym. Um, I got like halfway through, so I'll have to, I'll have to finish it up and see what right. they, see if he read it, see what he thinks of it. Did he? Do you know if it was just volume one or was it the, just volume one? Yeah, okay. Just one. But right on, buddy. That's why I had a pretty good reading week, a good find today that I've been just loving, scurry, dude. So, dude. What else you got going on this weekend? You got any plans? I'm just braving out the rain here at home, enjoying oh, yeah. it, you're, you're living the dream. Rain all weekend, huh? Yeah. I will. I will tell you this. Remember how I started this little little garden? Yeah. It's going pretty decent. I will yeah. say. You know, out of the three plants, I got two of them still. Right on. My broccoli actually was great, and I learned a hard lesson. So. <laughs> Do tell. So I guess broccoli, when it's like, when it it looks like a clump, you know, you buy at a store. Yeah. And mine wasn't that big. Like it was just like a, a small clump of broccoli and it looked good. Like I, I could have chopped it off and ate it. And I was like, no way. I'm going to let this keep growing, you know, like it, it's going good. Well, I guess you have to harvest broccoli at a certain time. If not, it like opens up and then it starts flowering. And so what? my- yeah, it turned into all these yellow flowers. So then I, it was past the point of eating it. So I really, to, yeah, which I didn't know. I thought it was just going to keep growing like big old clusters. You know how you like when you buy it in the store, and it's like, yeah. But it was just one smaller cluster, and so I learned the hard way. And of course, my wife's like, "You didn't research any of this like before," and I'm like, <laughs> "Nope, <laughs> didn't at all." You know me. We <laughs> gotta know you. I didn't research nothing, and the fact that you're not even supposed to put broccoli and peppers in the same area because they don't like to grow next to each other. I guess that's another thing I didn't know, but they were still growing. I didn't know that either. But um, my bell peppers are doing good. But this weekend, I think I have two areas in my yard that are just like they have like some flowers, like just plants that are just like there for looks. I think I'm gonna get rid of them and like just put something that I can like. It's going to be useful, like some food. Yeah, yeah. So I think I might dabble in that this weekend, and um, I don't know. Might be a might be a gardener, dude. The you gardener comic when- book, dad. <laughs> What's coming out next week that you're uh, that you might be picking up? Well, 
I think your favorite uh, old Jeff Lemire is coming out with a new one called Phantom Road. Looks pretty good, actually. About Those a truck, pretty cool. Yeah, about a truck driver gets into some, uh, maybe some not extraterrestrial, but like um, some sci-fi stuff going on. Yeah. It seems looks pretty neat, dude. So I'll in typical be up Jeff that. fashion, you'll probably every story is going to be one mile of all his travels. <laughs> 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 I hope not. If it, yeah, I don't know if I could do another Little Monsters right now. You could, because Little Monsters is dope. It is pretty good, but still, there was a time where I was like, come on, Jeff. Yeah, I know. Um, Riddler Year One, Issue 3 from Paul Daniel. Daniel? <laughs> good grief. Paul Daniel! <laughs> Paul Daniel. Oh, gosh. You want to keep going here? I love that so much, dude. You know that's staying in. Uh, yeah, we've got Riddler Year One, number three, by Paul Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, we've got... Uh, oh, jeez, dude. Human Target, issue 12, finishes that series up. We did volume one. Uh, earlier this year, it was like our first book we did a, a B.O. dub on. So now that this uh, volume two is finished, I think it finishes the whole thing. So I'll be picking that up in trade or hardcover when it comes out. That that dude. story was fun, man. Yeah, dude. And uh, Where Monsters Lie, number two, uh, continuing that wild story. And then speaking of Daniel Warren, we've got the good old Do a Powerbomb trade paper box. <laughs> By Paul Daniel. <laughs> We've got the trade paperback for do a power bomb dropping next week. Uh, we are on a roll. Also, if you haven't uh, read uh, We Live Volume One, I would highly suggest picking it up. They're coming out with a hardcover. It should come out um, next week as well. Uh, we Live Volume One. If you see one, a Volume Two on there, yes, I would do not pick it up. Yeah, Volume Two was. Um, I don't know what happened there with Volume Two. I think they were trying to. <laughs> maybe do too much. Like they were just kind of all over the place for me, kind of lost me a little bit during volume two. The artwork was still really, really good um, in both volumes. But man, We Live volume one was one of my favorite books I read Dude, last you year. You loved it so much. My, I read that so many times and just like kept flipping through it. Like my book started falling apart. Yeah. But um, it, it came out a while ago. So I couldn't put it on my like top, top list last year, but um, it was one of my favorite reads last year that w- didn't come out last year. Um, so good. Uh, the artwork's incredible. The coloring, the the just everything about it, the characters you can get attached to really quick. Um, it, it was good. So pick that one up in the hardcover. You, you'll, you'll be stoked. Definitely not written by Paul Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Good grief. (laughs) I don't know why. It's so funny to me. We're crushing it with names. (laughs) We're the best. Best in the biz at names. Make sure you check out coffeeandacomic.com for those and anything else you're looking forward to picking up this week, next week, all weeks. Frank Surratt, dude. Every week. Every dang week. Enter our coupon code to check out comic book layer in all caps at checkout, save yourself 15% and uh, support a rad dude doing cool things for our community. Uh, Frank's rad. Check him out on Instagram too. Coffee and a comic. 
Uh, he's always posting cool stuff over there. What are we doing next week, buddy? Dude, next week's going to be fun, man. I, I I love this story. I'm excited to dive into it with you. We're getting into Friday by... Um, Brew Baker. Brew Baker. Edward. Edward. Hey, I'm stoked for Friday. Um, it's a fun book, dude. My, both, even my my kids have read this book. Um, <clears throat> I haven't read volume two yet. Just read volume one. So we're going to go through this. One at a time. I think we're going to, we'll break it up. Yeah. We're going to go volume one. Then we'll have a little break of uh, just the hanging. And then we'll uh, hit volume two, kind of like how we did uh, Metal West. Yeah. And so it'll be fun to get into this one. So definitely pick it up, read along with us. We'd love to uh, hear what you think. Or if you read it already, um, let's chat about it. Yeah, and this one's super easy to pick up. Head over to panelsyndicate.com and uh, they have it available there digitally. And that's a pay-as-you-want structure. And uh, you can get them all right away, read them, and come chat chat with us. man. We'd love to chat with people about what we got going on and a shout out to our buddy uh secondhand primate who's over in discord who's been chatting with us uh he's a cool dude and i'm I'm liking what he's been posting over there so i just wanted to give him a a shout out here on the air yeah yeah we appreciate him uh appreciate you guys you know joining the conversation over on our discord channel um this one's a fun one like i said i've I've read through volume one i'll probably i'll read through it again this week just to um familiarize myself with it because it's been a while but um, cool story. The characters are fantastic. Um, yeah, I can't. I don't think I've really chatted with you about this one much either. Yeah, yeah. so it'll so be I'm cool to talk good. about it and um, see what you think. And then I can't wait to jump into volume two because the way the first one ends is really rad. And I'm stoked. Are we Me talking too, about buddy. this book too much? No, I think I'm ready. To, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need to end this. <laughs> I like a. I think I was listening. Let's to land a, this bird. Yeah, I was listening to a full box fells, and he was like, <laughs> I think he said it backwards. Though he said, "Let's land on this bird" or something. And I was <laughs> dying the whole way home. Oh, dude, dude we are on a roll, and uh, we need to get out of here for the week. Monk's always got these funny things too. Like he was like. He wanted to transition from one segment to the other, and he's like, "Let's ride this horse into." Town. <laughs> <laughs> I just was dying, dude. Oh. I love those guys, man. They're awesome. Check them out. Not you. I mean, anybody who's listening. I know yeah, you no, do. I knew what you were talking about. Right on. <laughs> Everybody, well, how people keep up with us and anyways, yeah, yeah, definitely subscribe to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Leave us a review, even if it's a bad one, because you know us. We, we don't, don't care know anymore. how to pronounce names. We don't know who we're talking about. And um we make it really easy to leave us a review. Check the show notes. <laughs> There's a review hyperlink. Click the bad boy. Even if you just left it on our webpage. We love some feedback. Know how we're doing. Know how you hate us and love us. Yeah, Everything we're just in two dads, two dudes, just hanging out, talking books, having fun. And um, the fun thing about this community, you know, it's uh, everybody's been fantastic. We've met a bunch of awesome people along the way and doing this. So, um, yeah, check us out. Subscribe. We love to hear from you. Head on over to our Instagram at the comic book lair. You see what we're posting over there, of course. <laughs> what we're... <laughs> What we're reading, what we're watching, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is good.
going south. Let's get out of here. Follow our link tree over our Discord. That's where you can get in more on conversation. And uh, yeah, we'd love to meet you guys. Keep reading comics. Cowabunga, Paul Daniel. Like the sound of the Comic Book Layer podcast? Our audio production is provided by Rosecat Audio. Check out Rosecat Audio at rosecataudio.com. R O S E K A T audio.com.